and welcome to session eight of By Law and Order. When we last left our party, the cautious meerkat of optimism had peeked its tiny head over the horizon of doubt, squeaking in triumph as they collected the seventh signature they needed to ratify the, the new unified Ravnican sausage standard, bracket ASURSS, end bracket, number 2309-76-19. The agreement, which among other things, seeks to reban the use of creosote as a flavoring agent, now only needs the endorsement of three more guilds in order to become law. And thus, our heroes decided to celebrate the 70% mark on their big work project by getting absolutely blotto at a cult of Rakdos after party and having a great time. Except for Melander, who missed out on all the knives and pantyhose because he was visiting his family. In additional additions, you all leveled up. Ooh, so how yeah. did that work out for you? Splendidly. Avenir took uh, another level of rogue and the linguist feat. What does that mean? It means I now, uh, ever since I uh, crossed that tightrope, I now speak Abyssal, Elvish, and Sylvan. We'll just say that you and Rin had a very productive meeting afterwards. <laughs> wow. well, what, would, what would Avenir do? <clears throat> Blush. Blush, probably. Uh, Enor, mm -hmm. how have you improved? I got slightly more wise after waking up with a tremendous hangover and decided that I should go and grab a couple more spells from the archive. We've been using a bit more danger and I think it's time for, for Enor to step up to the plate. Pull his weight! Well, you didn't do that last session, so I'm excited for this week. Uh, Nog! Hey! How are you? Uh, I'm pretty hungover. I'm not gonna lie. The character is hungover. Uh, Nog leveled up. He uh, got two ability score point increases in which I put both of them into charisma. Ooh. Because I feel like over the time I've learned that fighting is not always the answer. Sometimes you gotta talk your way out of a scenario. And I mean, I think also the conversation I had while I was a zombie in the Golgari Underground Really taught me a thing or two about being diplomatic. So uh, I put it all into charisma. Now I actually have a plus three mod in charisma as a Ooh. warrior, which is not bad. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, to be perfectly honest, you, uh, you also talked us past the, um, the gruel door guards. Oh, that's true. By just being honest and forthright. Yeah, yeah. It's not the, the, the pen is mightier than the sword. Well, uh, speaking of somebody who in a previous campaign uh, gave, my, uh, gave my rogue when I finally got my big... Uh, stat increase at level 5. I put all of the points into charisma even though it benefited none of my abilities. Yeah, that's about what happens here. Been, that's how I've been playing the campaign. Well, yeah. I, yeah, well, I mean, in the, nice, yeah. in the nicest way to my bestest buddy, Molander, I feel like I'm not getting a lot of fighting done in combat anyway, so the least I can do is talk during out-of-combat things. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Molander, you weren't at the uh, no. Masaaki Guerrilla Theater troops uh, triumphant final show. Uh, you were off visiting your grandmother for the Verdani's uh, bi-weekly mega birthday, mm -hmm. where they get everybody together to have their birthdays at once. It's very important. So, like, I was pouring my grandmother tea, mm -hmm. and you know how that single drop of water gets stuck at the end of the spout? Mm -hmm. I found out if I twisted the teapot, it doesn't drip. And suddenly, it was like V2 Gazi descended down upon me, and I learned how to be a better bear. It was amazing. Wait. Whatever works for you. Yeah. No, like I can actually be a bear now. Oh. Like before I could be a dog, but now I can be a bear. So is that what it? Our dog. Our do, are dogs just crappy bears? Well, 
No, like they're different, but like I can be a bear. So it's less that you became, you learned how to be a better bear and more that you just learned to be a bear. That's one way of putting it, yeah. <laughs> I have Druid. no reason to disbelieve any of the things you're saying. Druid, colon, become a bear. Become a bear. <laughs> you know what, yeah, when they get those t-shirts that like say a one-liner about each class. Yeah. yeah. That's the one on the Druid. Good. You can be a goat. Ultimately, you want to be a T-Rex that can fire lightning bolts with your little arms. Yeah, that's level 20. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting there this campaign. We have three sessions left. So... <laughs> Unless we somehow figure out how to summon the Tarrasque and, like, beat it. Get all levels at once. Yeah, power I'm not, leveling. I'm not specking a Tarrasque. You can't make me. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, no, so, so Enor and Nog, you had an extremely exciting night. So exciting that I'm going to both ask you to make me a constitution roll right now. That's, that <laughs> is Good. fair. Ooh. Um, that would be a 23. 23. 15. 15. Okay, well, you both pass your constitution saves, which is good. I drank water before I went to bed. Okay, so... I so, just drink a lot, usually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nog, you may be hungover, but you do take a moment to thank whichever of your ancestors it was that bequeathed you your exceptional liver. Yeah. And Enor, thank God for Alka-Seltzer. Is it just like that episode of Cheers where Woody comes in just all pep in the morning after everyone else is hungover? And they're like, Woody, what's your secret? And it's like, well, I got up early, did some exercise, ate properly, and then vomited until I blacked out. And now <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> the regular cure. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so, but for funsies, if you had both failed those, I would have had some exciting penalties to impose upon you for the Ooh, rest of I the don't session. Doubt that. Um, uh, Avenir, you did not drink all that much last night, um, but of course, I, you also had an exciting night in its own way. Uh, so you may not be all that well rested today. He's got a hitch in his giddy up. The only, the only <laughs> side effects you're probably suffering are stiffness. <laughs> In his muscles from doing all of those acrobatic feats on a tightrope. Yes. Sure. Yeah, it that, turns that's... out that really hits your core hard. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I did a bunch of sit-ups or something. Plus, I found out I can do a new party trick with the hole that's in my hand. You got healed! You got healed! Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. You're mostly fine. It turns out the Rakdos propensity for killing their performers is dramatically overstated, at least in the 6th District, where trained acrobats are hard to come by. Hmm. Yeah. Anyhow. Uh, let's get to business. You in all, uh, are assembled right now. I will say your usual meeting place, which is outside the Azorius Department of Manufacturing Standards. Uh, it's early in the morning. Some of you are perhaps a little less enthused to be here than others, but you have a 10 a.m. appointment with Amola Rosler, who's the editor-in-chief of the 6th District Times-Picayune. Mercifully, their office is in Goshen Heights, so it's only a 10-minute walk from here. Ah. For real, Demir. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, like, I've seen people reading that paper before. Cool. I don't have a lot of time to read, well, the paper. Like, most of the time I just kind of, kind of try to be one with nature, you know? But I know that it's a thing. Current events are overrated. Once you've lived as long as I have, you'll find that things are mainly cyclical. I don't really have a firm grasp on the written word. Although, like, I can read, certainly, but it's, I don't, I don't, I don't consider myself a scholar by any means. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a good newspaper. I, um, I signed up for one of their induced nightmare packages mm. that helps me get up and go to work in the morning. Oh. I do, like in the, uh, I do like the comics that they have in the back of the paper, though. 
Also, we, we occasionally publish op-eds. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Ravnik and Nancy is very op -ed. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still proud of myself for saying Moxtrot the other day. Uh, mm. Moxtrot also very good. Mm. Everyone loves Moxtrot. Uh, anything hey, else? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after an uneventful walk, you arrive at the headquarters of the Times-Picayune, the most popular and informative newspaper in the entirety of the 6th District, according at least to the 6th District Times-Picayune's own news media <laughs> awards. Uh, unlike the publication inside, the structure you have arrived at is modest. Mm. Simple and squat, the three-story concrete building is painted a generic and easily maintained shade of light gray. An illuminated sign that reads, Sistic, si Sixth District Times Picayune buzzes faintly above the door. It's got some of that is it uh, light magic <laughs> happening there. Um, everybody make me a perception check. That's really bad. That's also pretty bad. Uh, no, that's a cocked eye. Six. Eight. Wow. What? This is a building. It's that's... a very generic building. Yo, Mo, this is a building. Look, the words say that this is the newspaper building. Holy moly. I think through our deductive reasoning, we discovered where we are. We're the right place. Ten. Ten? Nine. Nine. Wow. <laughs> Lost. <laughs> Yo, guys, isn't this a great building? We found it. It's so easy. Oh, that's box text we aren't getting. No, you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write this for nothing. Well, anyhow, if you'd rolled better on your perception check, normally I can count on one person in four getting above a 12. I rolled a three. Wow. <laughs> I rolled a two. Wow. I rolled a five. Get all those bad rolls out now. I'm just smart and don't notice things. Yeah. Uh, but maybe somebody well, somebody else walks by. A, a, a beautiful and somewhat insectile-looking lady. Uh, with short hair and big glasses, walks by and says, Oh, I love how the light catches that, uh, catches the, the mural on the building. <laughs> and then she uh, struts fashionably away, listening to some sort of obscure band. And then you notice that rendered almost imperceptibly, not by color, but just by painting certain sections of the wall with a slightly glossier finish, there's an enormous house demir insignia on this building. Ooh. But it's like eggshell and satin finish. Oh, it's okay. super subtle. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Ooh, I like texture. Yeah. There's also this box text. Because <laughs> I need to explain who the demir are if you've never yeah. if you're not if you're not up on your hmm. Ravnican magic plane. I love this so much. House Demir is an extremely unique guild. Under the original terms of the Guild Pact, they were a secret organization that provided the services of assassins, thieves, spies, and smugglers. Assignments that were unsavory, but often necessary due to the literally cutthroat nature of late-stage Ravdican capitalism. All of this came to an end, however, during the Decamillennial Celebration, after a particularly frisky member of the Boros Legion arrested the Demir, the House Demir Guild leader, for no other reason than the fact that he was a 10,000-year-old psychic vampire trying to break the Guild Pact and seize control of Ravnica for himself, as if this, this was some sort of unique crime. Anyhow, thus exposed, the, re the Guild rebranded itself as a labor union of information workers, which nowadays serves as both a useful cover and a compelling advertisement for their traditional but unlisted services. House Demir couriers guarantee delivery to any address, their librarians can find you any publication, and their reporters are constantly breaking stories about politicians having obscure erotica delivered to them. Ooh. 
When dealing with House Demir, it is helpful to remember that most of their members aren't actually spies, and that all of their members could be spies. But no matter what they are, they'll always be able to recommend a restaurant that has passed all its health inspections. Mm. So, welcome to the 6th District Times Picayune. Ooh. Ooh. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, you enter a lobby, it's a functional lobby, and there's a big desk at the front. Valencia waits outside. All right. There is, a, there is a, you can, she's just going to wait like in the courtyard or something like that? Yeah. I mean, she's a very well-trained dog. She's not going to wander off. Okay, great. Valen Valencia is outside. I think I've learned my lesson after the theater that she should not be just walking into buildings. She's a, she's a working dog. That's she's true. She's but, a police dog. But, but she's a cavalry kind of dog, right? So it's not it, like, <laughs> like they don't bring their horses inside. It, I, I shouldn't get a pass just because I've got a dog. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you on it. You could say she's a service dog, uh, and and I like dogs, uh, so. Valencia comes on inside. Yeah, you ride All the right. dog inside. I ride the dog inside. <laughs> you dismount? Nope. Okay, great. It's a service dog. No, it's a service dog. No, no one's gonna pet her if, if you're riding her. That's all right. It's a service dog. Don't pet her. She's doing her job. Just roll right on up on your motorbike. <laughs> Service motorbike. Uh, all right, I, I approach the front desk, or I, I yes, I approach the front desk. Uh, hello, can I help you? Says Hi. the receptionist. Uh, we're here from the Consumer Goods Inspection Branch of the Department of Manufacturing Standards. Mm. Uh, we have an appointment with the chief editor, with yes. the editor in chief, at ten a.m. Yes, I have you on my books. Um, the receptionist is like flipping through. It's like um, our morning editorial meeting has run just a bit late. Um, but uh, she'll be with you shortly, so take a seat and please take a complimentary copy of today's paper. Ooh, thank you very much. I take a seat. Mm. Uh, one, so I have we three. Share. I have three articles for you to read. Cameron, which one would you like to read? Or Avenir, which one do you want to read out loud for all of the viewers at home? Masterful Masaaki Does It Again, by Frank Dabrek. Franka Dabrek, Arts and Culture. The Masaaki Guerrilla Theater Troupe went out with a bang, ending their sold-out run at the Udina Community Playhouse last night, but only by unveiling a new song, Poor Unfortunate Sixth, but also showcasing some fresh talent in the acrobatics department. Thrills and death-defying feats are, of course, standard fare in Masaaki productions, but thanks to the addition of a comedy element to the grand finale's acrobatics element and a talented new tightrope walker, the show hit new heights, surpassing even this reporter's expectations. It's a neat show, said Enor, a lucky member of the Azorius Senate, who managed to snag the highly coveted tickets. Continued on page A3. Ooh, that sounds like you guys got up to some fun last night. It was neat! Yeah, well, how was the show? <laughs> who are these acrobatics? Who are these acrobats? <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say, it was neat! <laughs> uh, Is that all you're capable of saying right now? <laughs> Just like... Enor, you're looking kind of pale. It was neat. It was neat. <laughs> if I say anything else, I'll throw up. If I close my, open my mouth anymore, that just might happen. Uh, do you want to read? Which one, which article do you want to read? Ooh, Perrin Profile. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it, with, with everyone's last. All right, Enor, which do you want to read? I'll, I'll read the Perrin Profile. <laughs> no, 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 that's just Lorem Ipsum because Graham didn't have oh. time to make a display ad That's for the fake newspaper. That's why I wanted to read it in the first place. Please read one of the things I spent a long time writing. <laughs> King Sycor and the Warbore announced new tour by Louisville Unox music critic. Beloved local psychedelic rock group King Sycor and the Warbore heading out on tour again. 
This tour will start off with a three-night residency at the Waddling Crisis before touring through various locales in the 6th and 7th District. It will conclude with a headlining spot at the Dead Revelers Casino Days Days Music Festival, continued on C6. Alright. A petition campaign gathers Stiam seeks to stop it. With less than a week to go until the grand opening of the Zona 2 expansion, a grassroots campaign aiming to stop it is picking up some major momentum. The group calling itself Save the... What's this word, Molander? Senza. The Senza. Mm. Seems to have struck a nerve. A petition... It began circulating Good. just five days... I'm actually having <laughs> trouble reading, so this works well. Just five days ago, it was already gathered almost 200 signatures. That's a lot. But not everyone believes there's cause for alarm. This isn't some slapdash affair. It's a joint between the Simic Combine and the 6th District's Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. It's frankly ridiculous that people are complaining now considering the plans have been available in the Chamber's Display Department for the last nine months, <laughs> says Dr. Bulgovic. Very good. The Simic Combine Zonot 2 Expansion Project Leader. This is a cut-and-dry case of NIMBYism. What's a NIMBY? Uh, it, it stands for not in my backyard. And it's oh. like, really, people who aren't that welcoming to their neighbors. Well, it's getting in the way of progress. Mm. Furthermore, period, 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 period. That's an ellipsis. Continued on page A6. Very good. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. You are a really good readsman. <laughs> when they're real words, I agree. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> So, you kill some time. You read the newspaper. <laughs> You find out that uh, that the reporter you met last night uh, very accurately quoted you. This is new. That's all I've ever wanted. Uh, I love the headline: "Gathers steam, seeks to stop it." I had a lot of fun with that. You're like, oh no, the steam is gathering. If you're interested in reading those newspaper articles for yourself, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna tweet a picture of that and you can, of the newspaper articles, and you can go read it on my Twitter or on the Loading Ready Run Twitter. That'll come out after the session. Getting you so that picture of light up the stage on there yeah. for you magic folk. Yeah. So after, so you read the paper, you read the comics, Moxtrot's good, Ravidic and Nancy is excellent. Uh, and uh, after a few minutes, a uh, you hear... Frilbert, the Simic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frilbert. Does his front rough just, like, turn up? Yeah. <laughs> he no, that, that, he always knows what to say. That, that would actually just be an organism of yeah. some kind. <laughs> it's, just got, it's like its tongue. <laughs> I can't believe the Gruelsbury has been running for this long. <laughs> Still fresh. Just in, incisive political commentary mm -hmm. from Gruelsbury. <laughs> ah, so after you've read the comics all thoroughly, you hear a talk, 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 talk coming towards you, and a woman uh, with graying hair that's swept back into a big messy bun and a stylish high-collared black and blue tunic and the kind of long silver earring that your aunt likes walks towards you, uh, clicking on the linoleum floor uh, and comes up to you and says, Hello! You must be from the Consumer Goods Inspection Sub-Office. Amola Rosler, Editor-in-Chief of the 6th District Times-Picayune. She extends out her hand to shake all your hands and all of her silver bangles clank together. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi. It's very nice to meet you. Thank 
you. All right, uh, sorry to keep you waiting. I know I had an appointment at 10 a.m. Let's head up to my office. Can you? Uh, that is not that character. Uh, and can you? Uh, oh, I didn't even see. That's okay. Uh, then can so uh, can you leave your dog downstairs? Uh, <laughs> sure. No problem. I would have left her outside, but some force compelled me to bring her in. You don't need to leave her outside. We're a pet-friendly office. It's fine. I just don't want her. You'll see why. No worries. Valencia, stay. So you follow Amola out of the reception area. You go down a long hallway to the elevators. And the right of this hallway is glass. And so the left of the hallway is the other side of the building. But through the, through the right of the hallway, you can see the newsroom, Ooh. which is just crammed with reporters hunched over their typewriters. Just, there's probably Ooh. 40 people in this room all working on their stories. And dancing in the air above them are dozens of thin, glowing blue strands of demure thought magic, transmitting Ooh. messages, scoops, and tips to eager ears. Hey, that guy looks like Robert Redford. Uh, you. Uh, you go up the elevator. Uh, which is decorated with framed covers of particularly popular and impressive past Reader's Choice Awards. Mm. And, and you exit, and uh, Amola uh, opens up the door to her office, which is a small but nicely furnished room that is crammed with paperwork, folders, layout mock-ups, empty takeout bougure cups, reference books, journalism awards, and an overflowing trash can that has been labeled complaints. There's a worn black leather couch along one wall, but it is currently being occupied by the piles thereof, and, enorm and an enormous fluffy black cat who is asleep. Ooh. Oh. How big is enormous in comparison to Valencia? Uh, not Valencia-sized, but like Baxter-sized. This the is size a big of fluff. This is a big fluff. It's a big fluff. That's, sorry, that's why I, this is, this is uh, Petey. He's our unofficial mascot. Yeah. So she t takes Petey and just puts him on another pile of folders, and he's like, Meh. Nog goes to pet the cat. The cat is like, okay. Cool. The cat I, does. The cat does not care yes or no. That's okay. I can't pet cats in real life, so I'm gonna do it oh, <laughs> vicariously through a D and D character. I just, I just love though. In a dream world of magic, we have to be careful of the word enormous because enormous can be the size of an SUV, as yeah. opposed to just like no, this is a large, enormous normal sized cat. cat. Yeah, it's not <laughs> technically. It's it's like in Peter Jackson's King Kong when they go into that valley and have to fight all the leeches. That was like the valley of the small vermin. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, they're about that big, really. That's a they're small that creature, pocket-sized. Yeah. Mm. Anyhow, you don't have to mind, Petey. Please pet him if you want. He supposedly mm. keeps mice away, but mostly just gets cat hair stuck in the print rollers. Anyhow, move stuff off the desk and get some chairs. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. Oh, thank you. <sighs> don't need to tidy on our account. She sits out behind her desk and says, "I am delighted to meet you. The Picayune has been tracking your progress with great interest." Oh, oh really? Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah, you've really been you've really been getting out there and, and and making some real news while going about this official business. Hold on one second, and she just goes through this pile of newspapers. They're like, ah, yes, you were there when the floor collapsed at the 168th Garrison, and then uh, you she yeah. holds up a headline that says 168th Garrison floor collapses in bizarre incident, and you can see that there's a picture of Commander Acra giving a, a press briefing with a hole behind her and Lieutenant Blesnor giving the double thumbs up. <laughs> Damn it, uh, she puts that down. She says, oh yes, and uh, flip, 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 flip. You are involved in the retrieval of the Is It League's Pyromana Flux Conduit. Yeah. And then she shows you an article that says, damaged power device may delay Zonot 2 expansion. 
And then she, uh, there's a picture of uh, Babalax and his mola in that one. Mm. And she says, and you stopped tooth thieves at Isvir Umik as well. And she grabs another paper and flips open all the way to the back to the on the lighter side section. Uh, and the headline reads, Thieves Soaked While Trying to Steal from Spa. And there you can see Molander. You see a picture of Nana Elga giving a statement to the local Boros garrison as Nesbedin and Zelodany are being led away. Yes, I remember that one because it was really funny because director Elga spoke so highly of her grandson's quick thinking and tactical prowess. And she also yeah. mentioned six times in the interview that you were single. Technically, yeah. Why are you looking? No. Oh, because, you know, <laughs> hi. Oh, I'm very flattered, but I am married. She holds up her wedding Oh, <laughs> oh, I misunderstood. It was also, zero you're... to truck really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. Also, I think you're a little old for me because you're an elf. Yeah, but like the Selesnia are always looking to make new friends. <laughs> We're so sorry for him. Oh, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, also your boss, Mr. Zunak, did send me a press release when he requested this meeting. Uh, I would say, based on the press release, he's extremely keen to get this agreement ratified. Oh, hold on, actually, I kept it because it was really good. Flip, 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 flip. Yes, he described the current state of affairs as meat anarchy. Anyhow, <clears throat> so. We're making a real difference. Mmm. Ah. He's not wrong. This legislation is vital. I believe it. Um, who are you still chasing for signatures? Uh, well, we're, we're looking for signatures from the Simic Combine, mm -hmm. from the, the Houses of the Demir, mm -hmm. and uh, from the Golgari uh, Swarm. Interesting. Hmm. Can I see the agreement, please? Uh, naturally. Thump. Whew. So she flips it open and then realizes the type is so small, so she has to go and fish her reading glasses out of her desk. It's fairly thorough from what I understand. Mm. It's extensive. Just one second. And she moves her hand up to the side of her head and she extracts one of those blue demure mm. thought strands and then flicks it. And it floats, and she doesn't even look at it, but it floats in the air, hovers there, and it just goes pew! And shoots out to find where it needs to go. Sorry, I just had to send a quick message there. Wow, now that I'm finally getting to read this, I definitely think there's a story here. Then she grabs a pen and paper and begins to take notes. <gasps> oh my goodness. I think that most people would be surprised to see that even under this new standard, <clears throat> up to 6.25% of their sausage will still be comprised of a uniform paste of hooves, trotters, hawks, feet, or other appendages normally, but not exclusively limited to ground-based ground locomotion with average grain size not to exceed 2.5 millimeters in aggregate suspension. Oh my... Yeah, you can really tell the Azorius wrote this one. <sighs> I, there was probably extensive requests from various industry stakeholders who did not want to see their entire business model eliminated. It, it will probably be... Well, actually, I have no idea. Hmm. Excellent. Um, I just am going to need a few minutes to review this before I sign it, obviously. Feel free to talk amongst yourselves because I can listen and read at the same time. Ooh, that, that head magic thing was kind of cool. Mm. I wonder what it does. Pretty, uh, pretty cool weather is there today. A, is there a kettle on somewhere? I hear a whistling noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Someone want to turn that kettle off? <laughs> you feeling all right? 
No, fine. Like fine. Do you want like I can I can heal you. Okay, yeah, I just need to touch you. Just shh. I'm gonna put my hand no no I, like move your hand out of the way and put my hands on your face. Bladder! Use, use one of my healing cantrips here. It's okay. It's okay. Shh, 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 shh. There. Okay. Isn't that better? What's Actually, wrong? yes, yes, okay, fine. It's, it's a, I had some muscle aches and pains, but... <laughs> After a few minutes of this irritating awkwardness, mm. uh, there is a knock at the door, and a reporter in black and blue robes and with enormous round glasses appears. Hmm. And appears on the overlay as well, actually. Oh. Oh. Uh, Whoop, there she is. Uh, wow. Is this Franca? That is a reporter. Says, um, ma'am, you sent me a message? Uh, yes, Franca, were you planning on going to the press preview of the Zonot 2 expansion this afternoon? By the way, Enor, could you make me a remembering who you talked to last session rule? Oh, let's see, that's off of, I don't know, History 16. Then you definitely remember that this is Franca Dobrek, the arts reporter, who, mm -hmm. who, uh, who put you on the front page of the newspaper as having attended a Masaaki Guerrilla Theater Troupe production. All right. I'm sure it'll be fine. It is a thing that I did, and you reported accurately. Well done! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. It was neat. Everybody's happy. And Franca thinks for a second says, Honestly, I wasn't planning on it. They sent out that press release two days ago saying there's some difficulties with the Pyromana Flux Conduit, so only some of the rides are going to be operating, and honestly, it just sounds like a big boondoggle. And the mullet goes, yes, I agree, and that's why I think you should attend, because hopefully something will go wrong. And speaking of that, my sources tell me that the Save the Senza campaign might show up to present their petition. Uh, and Franca says, oh, I'll head over to Zonot 2 right away. Should is is should this, is this important? Uh, well, I mean that is where our civic like person is going to be. Or? Yeah, there 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 was an indication that there might be a civic con contact. Yeah, at Zonot too. I mean, it would, uh, that is Molinu. It'd probably be good for us to go and see. Um, would would we be able to tag along? Um. Yeah, I mean it's just going to be a press junket, but yeah, you could be you you could. Sure, I don't see why not. We're all here on official guild business, I guess. Yeah, yeah that seems fine. Uh, okay, um, sure. Or are you planning to leave immediately? Uh, no, I have to get my stuff. How about I meet you in the lobby? Okay. Um, we'll meet you by the large dog. I love dogs. Oh, great. Ooh. You can feel free to uh, say hi to Valencia. She's my dog down there. Yay! Uh, and Franca leaves, and Amola goes... We are very helpful here at the Demir, aren't we? Anyhow. Yay, friends. I will sign your agreement now. It's very exciting. But I do ask one small favor in return, that somebody sends me a copy of this agreement in full, because I want to get someone pouring over this with a fine tooth comb. I think we should do graphs. Ooh. Mm. Information is beautiful. I'm sure we'll have many uh, copies printed off that we can, one of which we can send to you. Ah, oh, perfect. All I'll right. make a note to have it sent when they are ratified. Mm, perfect. All right, well, in that case, she pulls out her pen, grabs the back, does this very squiggly signature. Ooh, progress. And hands it back to you. Thank you. Signature get. Eight out of ten. Yeah. We should uh, verify. Yep, I pull out my copy. <laughs> Checks out. 
a it worked. A copying spell, very clever. Ooh. Yeah, it saves a lot of time. Mm -hmm. That way you only have to sign one time instead of three times. Yeah, but that's how we print the newspapers as well. Isn't it amazing? Mm -hmm. Ravnica's so amazing. Thank you very much, Madam Editor. All right, thank you. Uh, nice to meet you too, PT. Meow. <laughs> Pet the cat again on my way out. Meow. He's an old cat. Yeah. Oh. Once you leave, he stands up and stretches and goes back to the same spot he was on on the couch and goes back to sleep. He's had a busy day. <laughs> Sorry, for a second I thought you were going to be like, he stands up and like, bipedal. Like, well, he around. stands up, walks away, shapes just out, the fools are on to our plan now. Excellent. <laughs> but we can dream. We can dream. So cat does cat thing. We're in the lobby. You're in the lobby and uh, Franca is there. Mm -hmm. she, with uh, so she can come back onto the overlay now, and she's waiting for you. And she has her bag, and she has her uh, she has her camera, and she has her notepad. And she goes, uh, "Okay, um, I'm ready to go if you are. So, come, let's do some demure business to Ooh. the press screening." New friends. Franca's young. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Franca, how do you know everybody? Well, uh, I saw all of I saw everybody but you actually yeah. at the after party. Uh, last night for the final performance of the Masaaki Guerrilla Theater Troupe. But I haven't met oh. you before. Yo, what's up? I'm Mo. Sorry I missed out. I was at the bi-monthly Celesnia birthday party, mm -hmm. which is like a really big deal. Did anything interesting happen? Oh, yeah. Oh. I met so many people. I basically hugged until my heart was full, and I poured tea until I felt the spirit of Itugazi approach me, and now I can become a better bear. She writes all that down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that because of the birthday party? Do the birthday parties have powers, or is it just like a spiritual connection with Matt Selesnia? Kind of both, really. Because remember, like we always say, we're one big family inside of one big family. And, you know, just really getting a chance to bond and strengthen those bonds. Mm. So if I attended as a non-member of the Selesnia, could I turn into a bear? Um... You're more than welcome to attend. In fact, I would totally encourage it. You should check it out. It's rad. It happens twice a month. I'm just saying, just putting it out there. Open invitation whenever you want. Sounds like a youth group. Yeah, um, a little bit. But you're also like super skirting around the question. Also, but, the bad bi-monthly. Yeah. yeah. But in regards to being a bear, that's kind of special to being like a druid and having a connection with nature. And maybe we could teach you. It takes some time, but it's not just like you show up and then everyone turns into a bear. No, mm. like that's that's special. And that's my relationship with the world and with Ravnica. Mm. Yeah. Franca looks a little disappointed. And she's like, well, that sounds very interesting, but I don't think I'm going to take time out of my work day unless lots of people are turning into bears all at once. Mm. Uh, I, I prefer to think that I have a bond with information. We in the Demir believe that information should be free and should circulate and that no secrets should be kept. Oh, I totally feel that, man. Just like love should be free and circulate. Totally. That's not quite what we believe, she says, putting a little bit more distance between the two of you. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Anyhow, do you guys want to walk? It's like only a, it's maybe only a 20 minute walk or we could just take the subway. What's the day like? It's a nice day. I'm I'm okay to walk. I feel like we've taken. Mm -hmm. We always take the subway. We Let's always walk. take the subway. All right. So, um, on the walk, I ask her about the what is the Save the Senza campaign? Oh, it's a campaign that just sprung up in the past like five days. Actually, it came out of nowhere. Even though this Zonot expansion boondoggle has been going on for a long time, 
It's a lot of people who are concerned that the Zone 2 expansion is going to somehow impact the Senza Underriver, which I can kind of see based on like the geography of the area, but the whole whatever they're doing in the expansion has been clad in secrecy, so it's really hard to tell. Hmm. Wouldn't they have had to have done like environmental impact studies and I guess No, the no? Sim it's all a Cynic project and they they according to their apparently it doesn't affect the Peito Underlake. Hmm. So mm. And th there's an it involvement with it, with the Pyromana Flux Conduit? Yeah, that's the thing that's powering all of the new stuff they've added to Zonot 2. Oh, I didn't realize the two guilds work together so closely. It's like a farmed-out project. Hmm. So it's, it's, and the whole thing's been organized by the Chamber of Commerce. Well. Hmm. I see that you guys don't keep a tightest handle as, on municipal affairs as the, average re as the average reporter, but I guess that's to the be... Average we've, had our, uh, we've had our hands full the past couple of... Uh, days, weeks. Mm -hmm. How long have we been doing this for? I think... Like about a week. Oh, no. About a week. Mm -hmm. this what a week this has been. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. if it cropped up in the last five days, that would put it right after the break at, at the... Uh, at the... Uh, the Boros Yeah, Yeah, the garrison. Mm -hmm. Does that timeline actually line up? It does. Huh. I'm sure it's a, just a coincidence. Oh, we Demir say there's never a coincidence. Just an opportunity. Hmm. Yeah, I believe that everything is connected. Like, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, like espionage. Correlation does not equal causation. I used to believe that, then I took a stats course. <laughs> did you go to Kapatsa Dirac? I did. Oh, me too! I just graduated last year. I have, a, I have a double major in political science and journalism. Oh, no kidding. I... I graduated from uh, Gadsia, and I show her my class oh. ring. Ooh, wow! So you had you have a master's degree? Yes, yeah, yeah. And then I went to work for the the consumer goods uh, inspection branch office. Is that fulfilling? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. No, I like my job a lot. <laughs> that knee jerk response. <laughs> or it would be like, yes. <laughs> 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 Just like, why'd you shake your head? I didn't shake my head. Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. Sorry, that happens sometimes when I talk about work. <laughs> it's like sweating. Oh. That happens to everyone, right? <laughs> uh, one other thing I wanted to ask. Is it related to a newspaper article? Oh, yeah, like, would... So does this this Save the Senza campaign seem like a grassroots organization to you, or does it... More like it, a mushroom roots organization, as far as I can tell. Really? They appear to be under, like, as far as I know, but unfortunately all that we've seen is that they're circulating a petition and the people are angry <laughs> about it. Hmm. Uh, it seems to be mostly undercity residents who are concerned about this, which maybe lends some credence to their claims, but it's really hard to say until we've seen actually what's going on at Zonot 2, and the problem is the Pyromana Flux conduit's not fixed, so apparently most of the stuff that they're doing at this press briefing is just going to be showing us, like, uh, like the artist renderings of what it's supposed to be like, and like, like I said, the rides aren't even running. Rides? Yeah! Is it an amusement park? Because I love amusement parks. I believe that is one of the components, yes. Ooh! Hmm. Maybe we could ask for a special press tour of some of the construction zones afterwards. Ooh. Well, I mean, 
I can say that you're all part of the Demir press corps for today, I suppose. I mean, I guess we could pass. Yeah. Eh, I don't think you need to worry about it. There's going to be lots of other people there for official guild business. It's the, the This is a joint project between the Simic Combine and the 6th District Chamber of Commerce. I'm sure there's going to be other representatives from other guilds there, and a lot yeah. of other reporters. It's kind of a... It, this is supposed to be a big deal. I can't right. believe you haven't heard about this. Eh. Well, like, okay, sorry, out of character. Zonots are what the Simic Combine call their like campuses, right? Uh, I have a, I have an, ex I have a lengthy Ooh, box, box text, text. De de nice. description of that. Discovered box text. Uh, and well, so well done. We'll say that you all have a very nice chat. Maybe mm. you stop and get a, a cup of bonjour on the way. Uh, so thoroughly caffeinated, you walk. Then you go through the streets, and it's nice, and you go past the Zonot Hospital, and you eventually arrive at, the, at, at Zonot 2 and more box text. Ooh. Ooh. When the Simic Combine signed on to the original Guild Pact, they did so as the body responsible for public health. They were to train doctors, run hospitals, and develop vaccines to combat the frequent waves of communicable diseases that ravaged the city. And while the Simic Combine was extremely successful, raising the average life expectancy by 10 years and eradicating the embarrassing and exceptionally deadly thrush nipple virus. After a couple of thousand years of trying and repeatedly failing to stamp out chlamydia, Prime Speaker Anaja, their then leader, decided a more proactive approach was needed. Why not just add a bit of DNA to everyone so they don't die of measles all the time? Or force a mutation into endangered species that will prevent its extinction? And while we're at it, we might be able to develop an algae that eats industrial waste was how she pitched her biological experimentation research to the other guild leaders. Presumably the idea to use that research to give members of the Simic Combine super cool giant crab pincers for arms came later. <laughs> and Feature creep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> and while Anaja's proposal may have seemed risky at first, it did work. Thanks to her, almost all of the plane's contagious diseases have been wiped out. Cancer is rare, and the average Ravnikin is at least 7% salamander by volume. The sort of folks that join the Simic, combat, so the Simic Combine has all, have always dreamed of being doctors, have a passion for science, and a burning desire to claim the Combine's decamillennial prize for being the first researcher to create a viable hundred-armed octopus. I mean... Last time I heard anything about one of their research projects like that, it wound up wearing a little hat and chasing you through a dark house. <laughs> the problem with the 100 arm octopus is there's so many arms, it gets confused and gives up. Mm. I'm very excited to try one. <laughs> As well, most you know. members of the Simic Combine are aquatic, eventually, they tend to keep to themselves and live in vast underwater research complexes. Are, these complexes are only accessible via zonots, massive sinkholes that are so deep they reach down to Ravnica's long since paved over oceans and lakes. The entrance to Zonot so cool. 2 straddles the border between precincts 3 and 4 and leads down to the massive Peito Underlake, the body of water that feeds the Sunza Underriver. But just because the zonot is a sinkhole, there are plenty of ways to enter if you don't have guilds. The top side entrance of Zonot 2, which is where you find yourselves now, is a massive plaza the size of a city block. And it's got beautiful brickwork that makes the Simic Combine logo in the center, and it's all very beautiful. And there's a lavish, enormous, 30-foot-tall topiary versions of the Simic's 
most notable creations rendered in leaves and twigs above you. Can I just appreciate for a second the the aesthetic of building on a city for so many years that you've actually covered the oceans? Mm. I never even thought about that. When I think of the entire world covered in a city, mm -hmm. I picture land is covered in city, not the entire world is a city. Mm -hmm. That just, my, my brain just, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm very small. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Holy moly, that's cool. Very. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is cool. So, there's no map for these territories, but are the, we confident that we are, these are just hedges? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That one is a shark, our sharktopus. Oh. Hmm. And over there is an aeromunculus. Three, four. Yeah. yeah. That's a lizard wizard. A lot of them have many legs. Hmm. Uh, so more it makes, legs means you can run faster. It makes the topiary even more impressive, honestly. More mm. legs means more human. That's a very good way of, of the, summarizing the Simic's belief. More human than human, by volume. <laughs> Noted Simic scientist, what, Rob Zombie? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or White well, Zombie. White Zombie. Yeah. White, but also, yeah, uh, Blade Runner. Mm. Well, and, and Invader Zim had that joke, too. Yeah. It just keeps stealing organs. More organs means more human. <laughs> Anyhow, you walk through plaza you go down these enormous glass elevators that take you down to uh, the newly expanded Zonot 2 visitor center which Ooh. is sort of built into the side of the sinkhole. The new parts are all architecturally very modern so there's lots of big windows, high ceilings and light wood put together at exciting angles. The effect is somewhat dampened however by the fact that the existing parts of the visit visitor center if the visitors center were updated to match this and uh, they feature very small and frequent windows, low space-efficient ceilings, and as few angles as possible. So this kind of makes the whole building looks like someone didn't do a particularly good job when they stapled the two parts together. Right. But it's the cynic. Maybe it was intentional. <laughs> like it goes from SFU to UNBC? Uh, it goes from like SFU to like uh, the, the, the inside of the atrium, which is mm. a very architecturally stunning building ah. downtown mm. uh, in Victoria. So like huge ceilings, but then like a, a moist concrete bunker. Ah, moist. Mm. This is how culture happens. Yes, there's some right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's very cool because this whole thing, this whole building is sort of like, and you, there's glass elevators to take you down to it. It's sort of built into the side of the Zonot sinkhole. Are we underwater right now? You are not. Okay, okay. No, we're coming in the top are, end. Are our ears popping? No. Like as we go down? This is, this is like maybe 10 feet. It's oh. Just, oh, oh, this okay. is This is the visitor entrance. Sure, we okay. haven't gone down hundreds of feet yeah, yet. For non-aquatic Simic visitors, right? Oh, okay. Right? You know, oh. there's people who have business with the Simic who don't right. have gills. People who can drown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, genetically inferior. Hmm. We can fix that. Uh, so you enter, which is in the new part of the building, and the, you are in a breathtakingly empty atrium with three-story ceilings and a small wooden reception desk plopped right into the middle for maximum effect. Ooh. Make Ooh. me a listen check. All right. Ooh. Oh, we're bad at this, Ben. Yeah, I got a one. <laughs> I hear 18. Oh. Wow, it's um, great in here. The acoustics 11. in this room are terrible. Any kind of noise echoes. 
this has got to be maddening to work in. Yeah, the, in fact, the receptionist looks a little grim. <laughs> <laughs> just like one of the things where your life expectancy just gets knocked down by six hours from working in this just environment. Please, everybody whisper. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I heard that from over there and over there. <laughs> it's like you're standing right beside me. Oh, and there's another echo. <laughs> Yeah. There's... Half a second later, comes back. You speech jam yourself. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the receptionist, the grim and tired-looking receptionist, sees all of you approaching and says, quietly, I'm sorry, we're not open to the public yet. And then taps a yellow sign on her desk that says, under construction. It features a pictogram of a hunched-over crisis holding, like, six shovels. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. I, I would let Franca take the lead. Oh, yeah. In that case, Franca says, oh, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine, and then says, more quieter, we're here for the press tour. <laughs> oh, yes, of course, you are just about, uh, you're just on time. Uh, I thought everybody had arrived. Um, so just head over to the auditorium. Uh, please be aware that due to construction, the only areas we have open right now are the cafeteria, the gift shop, and the Peito Underlake Education Center. Mm. The press tour will start at about 20 minutes. Oh, well, thank, thank you very... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's fine. Don't talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I guess we stroll on in. Yeah. You, well, around. you can go to Ooh. the... You can go oh, to the auditorium. The gift shop? Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, you're in luck. There's Peto Trout plushies. There's mm -hmm. rubber Crasis toys. There's erasers stamped with the Simic Combine insignia. Card snacks, newspapers, books about like under uh, the Underlake uh, ecosystem, and various postcards and, and keychains depicting the new and improved Zonot 2. Is all tat. I'd love to get a rubber Crasis for Valencia. Uh, it's not a, it's like an eraser with a... Oh, oh I thought it'd be like no. a chew toy. Oh, no, it, they're like little, like, small toys for children to play ah, with. Ah, okay, probably oh, not. you yeah. wanted a plushie? Mm. Well, not a plushie, like a rubber chew toy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They don't have that. That's all right. Anybody else want to buy some tats? I will absolutely buy an eraser! All right, that will be uh, five Zenos, or Zibs, please. Okay, no. I was like, boo. There's nothing like cross-guild cooperation to fix mistakes. Funk. Want you tat? Uh, no, man. Like, I try not to collect a lot of stuff. <laughs> it doesn't spark joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick, quick. Conmarie Ravnica pun. Conmarie Panavacun. Ah! I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Uh, oh, entrances are on the north... East and west. <laughs> do you want? I see what you're on to, Watsy. <laughs> do you want to go to the cafeteria, the Peto Underlake, a unique ecosystem, or just to the auditorium? I'm cool with just going to the auditorium. Yeah, yeah. I think we can mm -hmm. we can move forward. It sounded like they thought like it might be getting underway fairly quickly. So yeah, Sorry, we got I'm 20 minutes. Con Marie is the war criminal who started the war of the spark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't want to talk about translation issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you... Uh, throb is on Ravnica. You make your way through the old part of the building to the auditorium, which is a massive semicircle-shaped room with a sloping ceiling draped in faded blue and green fabric. Uh, Avenor, Enor, and uh, Franca all feel a drastic flashback to first-year lectures. <laughs> I just, I immediately look for the desk on the left side. 
there is, in fact, a slide projector set up at the front of the room. Oh. I, yeah. Does Avenir automatically walk down to the very front row? <laughs> sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, nobody's in the very, very front row. Everybody's doing that respectful two rows back so they don't look too keen kind of deal. Right, but you can't hear back there. Mm. <laughs> wow. So Avenir is going to sit in the front row, and Frank is going to sit with him. Yeah, I'm going to come sit down with We're you. joining you because that's... Nog sits in the back. The oh. very back? Oh, yeah, like a cool kid. Yeah. You put your feet up. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I turn my chair around and I sit with, like, the... The, the the back on my chest. This is a really big auditorium, so you're like 100 feet away. And oh, like, I, I would say, like, at the back of the group, not, like, oh. at the back of the auditorium. And also you're a goblin, so your legs are dangling off the front of it yeah. while you peer over the top of your chair. Yeah, I'm like a child. Yeah. Hey. All right, so you're the row behind them or something. Yeah, I probably okay. can't even see, but I can mm. hear. Yeah, that's fine. You take your seat in the auditorium, and you wait, and it's very quiet. But it's after a few minutes of the type of silence that is actually a never-ending cacophony of polite coughing and bodily gurgles, two men mercifully take the stage. The oh, first is déjà vu. <laughs> the first is an elderly human male. He is tall and thin with a close, close cropped haircut. He is dressed in an expensive-looking black and brown pinstripe suit, which is the typical business attire among the guildless. The guildless. <gasps> That's Gorav Bruna, the president of the 6th District Chamber of Commerce. Franco whispers to you. He takes the stage. There's some polite applause. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Hello, my friends in the media. It is a pleasure to share with you today one of the most ambitious projects I have ever been involved in during my long tenure with the Chamber of Commerce. As we are all aware, the 6th District is one of the finest places in Ravnica to live, work, and do business. It's a common running joke that other Ravnicans must not know the 6th District exists, otherwise they'd all want to move here. And while we do have a mild climate, the shortest average commute times of any district, and easy access to stunning natural areas like Verdani Park, the Peto Underlake, and the Cardinia Mountains, we lack a major tourist attraction, which is why we are now here at the brand new Zonot 2 Research Sanitarium and Aquatic Fun Park. <laughs> what a fusion. A draw for the young, the uh. old, the healthy, the sick, the wealthy, and the hopefully even wealthier. Accessible via subway, uh, well, sort of, the stops about five minutes away, and th a thrice daily charter coach from the bus station. And now to give you a brief overview of the many exciting activities on offer here, I present Dr. Ignatz Bolgavac, the Simic Combines project leader for the Zonot 2 expansion. I start clapping again. Yes, and everybody else does too. Ooh. There's polite clapping, there's some pictures taken because there's a lot of journalists uh, here. And uh, a uh, stout and middle-aged merfolk lobster hybrid in Simic robes take the stage. Hmm. Thank you, Gorev. <laughs> <laughs> I like your lobster Speech! voice. <laughs> oh yeah, you get to listen to all of these terrible men speak. All throughout this project, I have felt such an upwelling of support, both financial and emotional, from the, ch <laughs> from the Chamber of Commerce. Such a noble creature. <laughs> Speaking of the upwelling, <laughs> as we are here today to preview a massive leap forward for the 6th District, I am reminded of the Simic principle of the upwelling. 
You see, the upwelling is a phenomenon that happens in lakes and oceans, where enriched waters rise to the surface, bringing food and nutrients to the wretched creatures that dwell above. It is a cycle of refreshment and renewal, not unlike what we are trying to do for the sixth district. The Simic believe every creature must strive to discover its full potential, so why should we treat our home any differently? Why wait for what evolution will bring us tomorrow when we can have it all today? And now you see the screen light up behind him as, it, as one of his assistants turns on a slide projector. There is a collage of water park rides with artist renderings of happy children in pools. Well, we'll have five rides at the children's fun park. How many appendages do these kids have, by the way? They're all different kinds. Some of them are simic, but many of them are not. This is for tourists, remember? Mm -hmm. What a hideous and an unorthodox combination of, <laughs> of functions. <laughs> the upwelling? The upwelling. Mm -hmm. All right. The assistant changes the, the slide, and now you can see a bunch of drawings that show happy and relaxed people playing common underwater sports like island ball, calcio, and extra contact rugby. A high-end sanatorium and lake sports retreat. And then the picture changes again to an artist's rendering of a line of sad, downtrodden-looking humans, elves, merfolk, vidalkin, and goblins entering a room, and then and then a line of happy simic hybrids coming out of the other side. Fewer <laughs> or the more. Same <laughs> yeah. it'd, be, it'd be amazing if for every two that come in, there's a fusion that walks out. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It's just basically a cue that passes behind a curtain. <laughs> is, is the last slide just a picture of the Death Star with cruisers <laughs> ringing around it? Yeah. I was picturing like XCOM with like the, 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 the treatment centers. And finally, the priest of resistance, the ultra high speed hydrotherapy growth chambers, hybridization up to 73.8% faster than by conventional methods. As you can see here, we in Zonot 2, and by extension, all of the rest of you in the 6th District, will be pushing forward the boundaries of leisure, domestic tourism, and biological possibility. Do I have any questions for the audience? Nog raises his hand. Yes! Mm -hmm. Small goblin child. <laughs> Since I can't see yeah. Nog, no. <laughs> I just suddenly... That kettle again. Yeah. <laughs> Nog, 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 who has been kind of like snickering this entire time throughout the speech goes, Is there a place to take a bubble bath? We have so many amenities. <laughs> Out of curiosity, do you enjoy a bubble bath? I, as a merfolk, I'm fond of a bubble bath. Yes! <laughs> I just wanted to hear him say that. Okay, and Nog breaks so out well. laughing. <laughs> do I have any serious questions from the audience that do not concern my personal go-rooming habits? Yes! Could you break down some of your food offerings? I'm sure that people might get hungry or thirsty require refreshment during their ill-gotten... No, wait. Well-gotten relaxation. Well, we the cafeteria has uh, some hot dogs and some french fries and coleslaw if you need refreshments. Do I have any questions about the Zona 2 expansion? Disappointing. Uh, and then you see a hand go up uh, and uh, make me a remembering what happened when you went to Kapatsa Dirac University roll. Ooh. Twelve. Uh, um, what is that number? 
It's an eight. Um, Usually be a nine. This would be an eight save. I'm thinking, yeah, history. Eleven. Eleven? Uh, did, she looks vaguely familiar. Um, so, what of the Pyromana Flux Conduit? How are repairs going on that? Uh, Kuna Lubik, editor-in-chief of the Kapatsidirac Starling. Well, it is currently not operational. We do have sufficient power to demonstrate some of the attractions. And Dr. Babalax has assured me that his team is working as fast as possible to calibrate it. Additionally, he has assured me that he has an esta- and his staff will never take it out of laboratory conditions again to see what that sucker can really do. <laughs> um, excuse me, says a small hand. Um, how many tourists are you expecting to draw? Um, Brant Dunchodge, uh, Ravnikan Getaways Magazine. Oh, yes, we're expecting a steady 3% annual growth rate year over year. You note that 3% of nothing is still nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, have you done any environmental impact studies? Oh, extensively. The Peto Underlake will be completely unharmed. All effluent is directed to the Senza Under River. Next question. Oh, what? Are, are, excuse me, are, are the uh, growth chambers really over 73% faster? Uh, Belta Mobritz Biomancers Weekly? Boy, yes, they're almost 74% faster. Nah, wait, Dr. Bulgavak, your campaign seems to have all the momentum of a runaway train. What do you. <laughs> Nog raises his hand again. Small, rude child, what? Uh, Adam, you you mentioned that all the runoff is going to the Senza Underriver. Does that have? Are you not worried about the uh, Save the Senza campaign petitions that seem to be going on and around? Our concerns are massively overblown. Their lives will only be improved by our progress. <sighs> Anyhow, let us go on with the tour. I'm also down to like improve lives. Wow. So you, you, Bulgavak walks up out of the auditorium and you, the whole group, there's like, including you guys, there's about 20 people here. Uh, All follow him out into the atrium in the lobby. Your footsteps are deafening in the atrium. Uh, And uh, Bulgavak says, follow me. And you all go off to a small anteroom with big glass walls. And once everybody is inside, he shuts the door and you hear a loud click and the floor shakes suddenly. And the whole room starts to slowly descend because it is an elevator that is going to take you into the underlake. I do have a very important question about the doctor. Yes. How is he locomoting? If he is, I, I just so I have a picture in my mind. Uh, he has he has legs and a lobster tail. Oh, okay. Wait, so how many legs? How many two legs? Two legs, two human legs, but he's got like he's got two normal hands, and then he's got. Two extra lobster okay. claw bars. Okay. Okay. I needed to like figure tail. out how adding the crab claws yeah. benefited. I was him seeing his work. like a, a fish tail that he's kind of hopping around on, and no, it's no. two it's cla- very, crab claws. It's very practical. No. Okay. He's got extra arms. Uh, I just didn't want to ask other way to draw that because that like, was a lot. He looks like a person with a lobster kind of like wrapped around the top. And no, there's... no, he's 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 like he's like a man. That has had a lobster uh, has had a lobster tail added and two lobster arms added and presumably other lobstery bits, but you can't really see the other bits. Mm. I'm guessing he's sort of like plump and bald. Mm. Yeah, because like the simic are all most of the simic are aquatic. Mm. So like if you don't start aquatic, you have to end up aquatic, right? So the whole elevator is slowly like descending towards the underlake. 
Hmm. In bigger, denser places like the 9th or 10th district, a zonot might have to descend hundreds of feet to reach the water, but this is the 6th, so it's like 30 feet, and it t this takes 45 seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, pish. It's like, do we all just like wait in silence as we're like descending? Yeah, like... It's, it's cool, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'd love it if there's like elevator music. Just yeah. like, do you? Oh, it's, yeah. it's only like, go from your feet down? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was really expecting a water slide that just went for like five minutes. Yeah. No, no, it's not It's not that cool because <gasps> it's the 6th district. But you can see because it's a big glass elevator, so it's really cool. So you can see that, you know, the ground underneath the top of... Like the ground underneath the plaza and like all of the buildings and stuff is just like compressed old layers of city. Mm. And like uh, then you get up uh, and then like big caverns appear where like the sort of like the undercity is where mm. it hasn't just been collapsed city that's been built up on top. It's just like they've just paved over like entire sections. Hmm. So the, think of it like as there's the natural ground level. Right. There's enormous bubbles, mm -hmm. like domes almost of the undercity. Uh, and where a city is built over top of them, and then the, some parts are just like crunched up city, like shale. Right. Okay. So kind of like going through like the layer cake of the Grand Canyon. Yes, exactly. Okay. Except where like you can see old bricks and like sewage pipes and stuff. Hmm. Okay. So uh, the elevator slowly slips into the murky green water of the Peto Underlake. Hmm. You can't really see anything, but you know, an occasional fish swim by, and they look hor they look horrible because oh. they're all adapted to surviving in extremely low light. So, lots of anglerfish bubbles. Uh, yeah, uh, Ravnik and sea life is disgusting. I guess this is lake life, mm. but uh, they're all gross. Equally disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the elevator comes to a stop, and uh, Bulgavak opens the doors, and uh, then you are in a brand new section because this is this is you now you're in the Simic uh, area proper, not just right. the visitor center. So you're you're in the Simic Zonot. Uh, and he says, there's also a staircase, but I think this is more exciting. <laughs> so, uh, you follow Bulgavak into mm. another, like, big lobby entrance, and you see that there's an archway that leads to a huge dome that's, like, set mm. in the lake, so, like, there's filtered green light that comes in the top. And on the top of the archway, it says, uh, says, um, what does it say? Where did I put it? It says, Children's Fun Park. <laughs> so he walks in, and you can see that this is indeed a, a like a hmm. like a water slide park, hmm. but none of the attractions are running, and oh. all of the like the 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 plaster like happy simic creatures that are supposed to like spray water all look a little weird because they're like right. nothing is coming like out. Going to a water park in the winter. Yeah, I can yeah. just imagine like troops of excited children running through that reception area. Oh yeah, and just like. Every once in a while, they all scream at the correct moment and get liquefied by the echoes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Jesus. Like they just set up a harmonic. Yeah. One of them grabs a flapper, one of those flappy paddle boards, and slams it against the flat ground, and it just echoes with a boom oh, that destroys yeah. eardrums. Hmm. So uh, you you go in here. The, the 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 sculptures do look like they're screaming rather than shooting yeah. shooting happy bubbles. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bulgovit says, due to the spate of the pyromana flux conduit, we are unable to operate all our rides simultaneously. So do you want to go on the jellyfish race, the twist nami, the beetle boats, the kelp slide, or the bubbler? Yeah! <laughs> I knew I'd be doing this voice. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> the mm. Ooh, the, the journalists doll just sort of like mutter embarrassedly. 
but you guys no. can chime oh, in. Oh, Nog leaps up and is like, can I do all of them? No. Can I do two of them? No. I choose the bubbler. Yeah, the bubbler. Or no, what was the the tsunami? The spin nami. There was the twist. The twist nami. Yeah, the twist nami. It's the jellyfish race. The twist nami. The beetle boats. The kelp slide. Or the bubbler. The bubbler oh, sounds mysterious. I'm gonna go on the twist. It could nami. be anything. Oh, uh, I think we all have to kind of do. Oh. I, I assume the jellyfish race is for like ages three to four. And These you just are sit all for little... children. I'm pretty sure I've had the bubbler put into me from one direction or another in the past, but I can't remember which one. What this would you is. guys like to do? I kind of want to do the bubbler. <laughs> all right, all right, you two, two, two on the bubbler. Yeah, let's do the bubbler. Okay. All right, to the bubbler. <laughs> Ooh, what exactly is getting bubbled? Uh, well, he leads you to a group of, uh, you go up some stairs, and you go into some boats that are shaped like, I'm going to say, peto trout, so horrific. Mm. Uh, and they, uh, and you, all of the journalists have to climb in, and all their knees are sort of like sitting rather high up, because this is a ride for small children. Mm -hmm. And then he says, Nog sits comfortably. Hitch the lever! And then so you hear the whole ride fire up with kind of a chick. Wee noise, and then water starts to flow down, and then uh, you, the the boat sort of descend a little ramp, and you go through a little bubbly rapid section. Yay! Oh, yeah! And you get splashed a little bit, but not too much. Oh yeah, yeah. And you go down a little serpentine path, and then past some like fake kelp, and then it Wee. deposits you out of the other side. Ooh, ooh, ooh! That was a lot of fun. What'd you say this ride was called again? The Bubbler. Do you have a place that takes pictures of you making the screamy face when you ex exit the kelp? That's on the kelp slide. Uh. Mm. Uh. Next time. Well, this seems like a great little place. I think you've done very well for yourself, sir. Right. Thank you very much, small child. I'm glad we were able to amuse you. Let's get to the real stuff, shall we? I'm choosing to not correct him because I feel like we have to form some sort of, like, pact with this guy. Yeah. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, you follow Bulgavac, and you leave the fun park and enter an absolutely enormous room. It's oh. at least 100 feet long. Wow. It is lined down one side with enormous egg-shaped green pods that are filled with milky white water. And a few of them are humming and glowing brightly. But not all of them, just like six. Dr. Bulgavac's footsteps echo on the crisp tile floor as he leads you inside. Because apparently, bad acoustics are rife in the architectural design here. Um, hmm. These are our ultra-high-speed hydrotherapy growth chambers. They are my greatest creation. The pinnacle of the Simic Combine's research and my ticket to finally getting promoted to speaker. I mean, a fantastic tourist draw for District 6. <laughs> <clears throat> what do they, like, do? Oh, what don't they do? Who wants to see a live demonstration? Nog shoots his hand out. Live? Yes, excellent. Good. Such excitement here. Uh, Otrovin. <laughs> yes? <laughs> he snaps his fingers and a young elf crab in a civic uniform emerges from behind you. And since you'll ask me, uh, he's got a crab body and an elf top. He's like a sea centaur. And it's not okay. Nostrils? <laughs> No, no, totally I, normal down he's to the, the waist. He's the worst drider. <laughs> like, or, 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 or uh, what's her name? Chaos Witch uh, from Dark Souls 
Yes, he looks oh. like that. Yeah. Right. But smaller. Yeah. yeah. He could sidestep so well. Maybe he sidesteps over to Bulgavac. And he goes. He can only sidestep. He can only walk sidestep. Forward. Yeah. 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 Comes it's like. A lot of these, yes. these augments seem like the worst. <laughs> I'm just going by what I've seen on cards. No, 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 no. I'm just like, I don't get the Simic. <laughs> Look, let me tell you, when I was going through puberty, I wish I had a chitinous exoskeleton rather than this fleshy, pus-filled visage. This seems like a good option. We can fix that for you at any time. I got better. Uh, ready to make history, Ultra, then. And Otrevin says, indeed, sir. Pinch, pinch. <laughs> Excellent. Please pinch go salute. to pod 19. So Otrevin shakes his head and clacks his claws together and runs over to a metal set of stairs that rise to a catwalk that orbits the room. And then he jogs, or scuttles. crab jogs, scuttles, scuttles <laughs> over to a chute labeled 19 and gives you all a thumbs up and then a pincer up and then plops inside. And then there's a little splash noise. And then you see him reappear a couple seconds later as the water in pod number 19 churns. And it's, the water is sort of opaque, so he sort of pushes his face against the glass, and he's got a big smile, and he gives you, he presses a thumbs up, and then a, then a pincer thumbs up, which is just, I guess, just a crab claw right. against the window. <laughs> and then uh, Bulgavac says, excellent, follow me, uh, and motions for you to follow him as he walks mm -hmm. over to number 19. He says, a typical growth chamber can take hours or even days to achieve the desired results, but who has time for that? Hybridization needs to be more convenient if it's going to be compatible with today's lifestyles. Luckily, the fix is simple. To make the process more efficient, we simply need to increase the fluid cycle speed through the chamber. Bulgovic stops at a dial on the outside of the chamber and motions to everybody to look closer. Oh, okay. Yeah, look right up. Get right up against that glass. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so pictures like... are taken, and they're all you know, turned out badly. And you know, Frank is writing lots of notes and stuff like that. All right. So let's uh, set Otrevin's chamber to four, which is a modest 150 cubic meters per minute, because we don't need to be that fast here. Uh, select the hybridization we want, and he hits a button marked with a pictogram of a shark. <laughs> and then, then I, all I have to do is hit the big red button. The simple interface allows us to use a minimally trained walk f workforce to staff the facility, which will in turn keep costs low. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. And he presses the button. The milky water vibrates for a second and then begins to flow from top to bottom because the chambers are like top to bottom in the, uh, in the, in the room and it starts to pick up speed. Avenir, like a total idiot, is like, ooh, what's going on in here? <laughs> well, you see it bubble mm -hmm. and you see this, the water start to rush faster and faster and faster. The chamber hums louder and louder and you can feel the floor vibrating a bit and it's starting to get quite loud. So mm. it's going to be deafening in here if they have all of these things running at once. But the Simic Combine being an aquatic race do not care much for air-carried acoustics. Mulgavac, hmm. um, now yelling over the chamber, We use nothing but pure, unfiltered, pito under lake water in our ultra-high-speed harmonization solution. And the waste products are directed harmlessly out into the Sunza Under River. <laughs> um. I imagine if we were hungover at this point, <laughs> this would be hell. <laughs> Man, I'm you so, are glad. so glad. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, he, he, he. Um, honestly, though, because you could have done the sessions in any order, mm -hmm. you might not necessarily have gone into this with a horrible hangover from being at a Rakdos party. Mm -hmm. But it does make it a little bit more dangerous. Anyhow, uh, the pod makes a loud ding noise. <laughs> like, a t like a timer on a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> and the water begins to slowly sl slow down. Oh. And then the humming gets quieter. Once the pyromana flux conduit is repaired, this facility will be capable of serving 400 hybridization clients a day. It is very exciting. Uh, and then a tentacle presses against the glass of the <laughs> chamber and taps on it. Just tap, tap. And then another. And then another. Did and then another, and another, and another, and another, and another, and another, and the whole glass is tentacles. I thought he pressed the shark button. Yeah. You may need to recalibrate that. And then the tentacles retreat. Then an enormous crab claw punches through it, sending shards of glass and milky liquid flying everywhere. Everyone ah! makes me a dex roll to get out of the way. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Yo, hey! 20. All right. Oh, yeah. We need a good roll. Come on, good roll. 18. Uh, 19. Is that? Ooh, uh, nine. 19. 19. Okay, the three of you are misted by the shower of water, yeah. but mm -hmm. uh, but you, all you are is slightly wet, and the, the hybridization fluid smells like lettuce. <laughs> is this like, if you could put in a bug report on humans, it would be like, our default expression of shock and disgust has our mouth open? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Huh. Yeah. I think you're just and like... Then, <laughs> and I'm just picturing, like, uh, Moe's just kind of sitting there just like, oh... What's happening? Uh, Mo, you are soaked with salad water and you're hit by broken glass, so take 1d4 piercing damage. Oh good, uh, I'll roll the damage, I guess. Or That, I take 4 damage. Oh, ouch. And 1d0 salad damage. <laughs> I just wanted to say salad water. Yeah, salad water is a very, that's a... Yeah. That, this, this session is just full of unlikely combinations of things. Mm -hmm. So I'm just picturing, like, the water hits, mm -hmm. and then, like, Mo's still smiling. And then, like, all these little cuts, and just like... <laughs> yeah. ah! From, like, one side, we're like, like, we're like, Mo, are you okay? And it, like, from one side, like, that you're looking at the profile, you look fine, you're like, yeah! And you've got, like, this chunk of glass stuck in your cheek. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love the idea of tiny little cuts oh, appearing. Good. Like, you start crying blood from all over your face. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... Ow! The crab claw goes back in, and then punches out the rest of the door or the, the wall to the chamber, and Otrevin, or more accurately, the, the thing that used to be Otrevin, slithers out of the wreckage of the growth chamber, and then rears up in front of you going, Rah! It is now, he is now uh, part octopus, part crab, and part salamander, but apparently only the angry parts. So, uh, so no, everybody roll me some initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Zero percent shark came out of this. Okay. Yeah. So Manor's like, are they gonna break the glass uh -oh. every time? Because that's gonna be expensive. How many tentacles did I count? Yeah, is it a hundred? Avenir, what is oh. your... What is your... Uh... Five. Ooh, well done. Okay, Yay. five. What's the lowest you can roll? Uh, five. Enor, what's yours? <laughs> uh, it was a three. Jeez. Uh, Melander, what did you get? Fifteen! Oh, nice. Uh, Nog, are you and Valencia together or separate? Separate. You're separate. What is your uh, initiative? Twenty. Ooh. 20. And Valencia, what's your initiative? 14. I'm sorry, is it called whoopsie doodle in the initiative? Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, darn, I, I spoiled what? my pun. Because Bulgavat looks at that and goes, 
whoopsie-doodle. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, a poodle with a whoopsie-doodle. Yeah, yeah. Cross. All right. Uh, Nog, it's your go. It's a poodle that you sit on and uh, just farts. So... Ah, I am a huge crisis mistake. I guess... No, in this instance, Nog's Boros like training would instantly kick in. It's like right. creature must arrest and detain kind of a thing. So Nog just like springs into action yeah. and uh, pulls out his. I guess I'd, I'd pull out a longsword and charge at it and go. All the civilians, get back! Everyone, I'm here to save the day. What? 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 Uh, and he goes and slashes at the thingy. All right. Uh, I get a 16. That's a hit. Nice. On my whoopsie doodle crisis. My, 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 oopsie, my oopsie doodle. <laughs> uh, I get a uh, 11. 11 damage is marked on the whoopsie doodle crisis. I, I see my slash at one of the tentacles. Well, uh, it now has 11 legs and or tentacles. Okay. I oh, have to roll so on a mutation chart. Ah, Oops. okay. So. So, and it goes, and is largely unaffected by all of that. But good job. I also mark oh. it. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, if, it if it takes uh, an attack at somebody other than me, it gets disadvantaged and I get to make an attack on it. Oh, yeah. excellent. Uh, well, Franca is up in initiative, and huh. she uh, heroically grabs her notepad and pen and uh, says, uh, Hello, uh, Nog, were you expecting this? I was not expecting this, but now everyone can see that the Boros Legion was on the scene at the moment that it happened, and also, bah! Great, <laughs> and she, she takes a quote. Uh, Melander, it's your turn. I'm Melander. Whoa! Oh no! Wait! Um, and, and, and I'm gonna hit it with poison. And she's like, you made me bleed! Ha! <laughs> Man, we've cha uh, you've changed, man. <laughs> well, this thing, this thing, like, I don't think I can talk to this thing. My thought mm. process is such that, like, the angry tentacle thing that made me bleed uh, should probably get hit by poison. So, yeah, uh, the creature, uh, so I'm going to use Poison Spray, which is a cantrip. Mm -hmm. You extend your hand towards a creature you can see within range, and a I puff of noxious right? gas goes towards it. So it needs to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. So it needs to get a 14 or higher. Uh, it gets a 13. Woo! That means I do damage. All right. Well, so. that's... How lucky. <laughs> so I roll a d12. Yes. Uh, and it takes 10 poison damage. Wow! Yeah. All right. I rolled very well. Okay. Uh, that sounds great. Valencia, it's your turn. All right. Valencia also Ooh. charges in alongside of Nog uh, and goes to take a chomp out of the big thing. Uh, oof. She gets a 9. She... she uh, chomps harmlessly at his uh, chitinous legs. He's so rubbery, or chitin, uh, the chitinous part, yeah. Well, there are all sorts of bits in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> pick a texture and it'll You'll be in it. there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> all right, whoopsie doodles, time to go. I attacked the sand Do papering we have part. a monster manual somewhere? Uh, probably. Uh, Apologies for, for derailing us I mean, for a second here. I have this. Oh, but this is only the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, available now wherever fine D&D books are sold. <laughs> Look at all my flags! Ooh. Um, sometimes, let me check the, PA, the back of the PHP. Yeah, because I just want to look like up the stats of what, I can, of, yeah, of what I can yeah, shift into. Yeah, you can, he, he's, got, he's got mine if you want right, to keep well, it. Alright, well how about you yeah. look up what you're shifting to. Mm -hmm. While yeah. my whoopsie doodle crisis uh, uh, goes, I think Ooh, it's going to yes. try to attack Nog, because mm -hmm. Nog attacked it, and mm -hmm. Nog's the only thing that's attacked. I don't want to interrupt uh, Surge. 
Well, he's trying to look up his spells. I'm good now. Uh, ooh, wow. Does a... Does a 26 hit you? <laughs> sure does. All right. <laughs> Big yikes. Uh, let's see. Uh, take seven piercing damage. Oh, what did it hit me with? <laughs> I I don't know a crab claw thing. This it has got so many arms. Yeah. Uh, just something that looks like a spear. Yeah, I assume I was blindsided by something. <laughs> a very a very hard tentacle. Uh, all right, so my whoopsie doodle crisis goes. Avenir, it's your turn. Oh God. Okay. Avenir is staggering, like trying to like. The, get the lettuce water out. Um, and he's like... <coughs> I assume he was right next to the thing, so it probably went over top of him. Yeah, maybe that's how you missed most of that. Yeah, uh, uh, so I guess... Um, Avenir will have noticed Nog attacking it and feel a sense of obligation to do something similar and just like... Ah! Uh, keep in mind also that most of the people here are journalists and, uh, do not have any combat experience, so most of the people in this room are just going, ah, and not doing anything. Yeah, that's kind of why Nog was like, protect the civilians. Yeah, uh... Alright, so roll me an attack. Okay, uh, I'll aim for something soft-looking. Something soft-looking on the underside. Ooh, uh, 24. That's definitely a hit. Roll me some damage. Okay. Oh, and uh, you're from hidden, so this is extra sneak powerful attack. sneak attack. Mm-hmm. All right, do 30 damage. Ooh. Well, I've uh, played rogues before. 10? 10? Pretty good. All right. We've chunked it pretty hard. Yeah. We've chunked it pretty hard. He seems just fine. Though. Yeah. Mm. Enor, go for it! Fought a raid boss in my okay. day. Okay, so you're you're within ten feet of it. Mm-hmm. You're within ten feet of it. Mm-hmm. You're within ten feet of it. Everybody's within ten feet well, of it. It's a big room, but everybody was crowded around when that thing burst well, out of the crap. tank. Well, crap. I guess I'll just Poor have to... I guess I'll just have to firebolt at this time. You, you killed ex- Ultravin. You can exclude... You can exclude, though. Uh, not on a shatter. What does shatter do? Uh... It creates a uh, very powerful, intense, uh, shattering sound within a 10-foot radius, oh, which would be okay. really good right now for oh, that. Oh, in this acoustically perfect room. Yeah, into the center of the point. But oh. uh, we're just going to firebolt it. Okay. Because right. that seems to be uh, a little bit easier right now. Uh, that's going to be 13. 13 doesn't hit. Well, then I do nothing. So it goes, you, you send out your firebolt, it's kind of pew, and fizzles off. Hmm. Uh, Nog, it's your turn again. Nog keeps hacking at this thing. Keep hacking at this thing. Now is the time to use any fancy new abilities you may have learned when leveling up. Sword. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, 19. That's a hit. Roll me some damage. Okay. Sword. Uh, Nog gets a five damage. Five damage. Okay. Yeah. Keep attacking. Somebody pass the butter. All right. It's Franca's turn in combat, and she braces herself and goes up to Ultravin and says, So you've been turned into a mutant crisis. Do you have any comment for the six district times picking And then jumps out of the way of a tentacle. Because <laughs> she has a very high deck score. Melander, it's your turn. Amazing. It's just like, right. Use our new abilities. So I like, I start walking forward. And then I cast off my robe, and then I'm nude. He's getting. And then as I walk forward, I shape shift into an enormous crocodile. He did that all in one movement. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was practice. 
He's been looking in the mirror to make sure he looks good doing it. And now I'm a crocodile. Oh. I have shapeshifted, which right, is amazing. All right, what are you going to do? How are you going to attack? Uh, crocodile has an amazing ability called bite, which is also a grapple. I like that he has the correct number of abs now. Yeah. Okay, so, so uh, does that mean that you could knock him prone? So here's what happens. I have this enormous bite. Mm -hmm. So bite, one target. Uh, hit, piercing tag, and it's grappled. Until the grapple ends, the target is restrained, and that's it. So mm -hmm. I can just like walk up and lock it with my enormous crocodile teeth. I think that because this... Uh, this uh, the size is too big? The size is too big. I think that you could tread or train, restrain... A couple tentacles, maybe give a disadvantage? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got, uh, because he actually has so many legs, he has advantage on strength and deck saving throws made against effects that would knock it prone. But this doesn't knock it prone, it just restrains it. But we'll say we'll, it'll reduce its motion, range of motion a little bit. You know what, if I, it, hilariously, feet. if the crocodile just like link, is holding onto a limb and it like drags me around like a ball and chain, that's also hilarious. Okay, mm. make me an attack roll on your bike. Yeah! Is that a nine? If it's cocked, roll it again. No, eleven? Doesn't hit. No! You're, you bite and you're sort of like... This is very sinewy, I can't... <laughs> you don't sink in. You just sort of chew on a rubbery Grr, Man, that sure was worth seeing Molander's dong for. We <laughs> <laughs> stopped? Yeah. Valencia, who won't be bothered by seeing Molander's dong because she's a dog, make me attack roll. Ooh. There we go. So she'll teach you the way of biting. She goes, boof. Boof. Oh. And bites with 18. Oh, definitely a hit. Yeah. Roll me some Valencia damage. Um, that is a uh, 5 piercing damage. Alright. I'm taking notes on how much damage my Krasis has taken. And he looks annoyed, but fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, troubling. That scans. We gotta uh, do more damage, team. Alright, so, uh, so whoopsie doodle goes again. And he's going to, because he's been beset by so many people, he's going to swing randomly and roll Ooh. a d6 to see which one of your party members he's going to hit. Uh, he rolls a 1, so he's going after Nog again. Uh, Nog. I'm tanking, I'm tanking. Yes. Oh god, I'm tanking. <laughs> Wait, our healer's in bear form. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Perfect. form, but... Uh, does a 25 hit you? It sure does. <laughs> I hope you remember to turn off Growl. <laughs> <laughs> Take six piercing damage. Yeah! Keep stabbing me, you son of a gun. All right. I can take it! Avenir, it's your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 18. That's a hit. Uh, 14 damage. Jeez, gosh, nice. bro. Presuming I'm able to do sneak attacks. <gasps> mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yes, you were able okay. to sneak up on this thing that's 19 feet tall and like... I don't even know how it fit in the dang yeah. thing at all. Does the, does the man care about does, the ant underfoot? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it does it have a discernible anatomy that you There's an underside that you could okay. be under. Just um, like, oh god. The old shapeshifter approach where it couldn't be, just... you couldn't be critical because you always moved your organs. Mm. <laughs> uh, Enor, go ahead. Actually, you know what? I'm going to attempt a, uh, a different spell this time. Ooh. Wait, what was that gesture? I don't like that underneath. Spamming, just stabbing Either that or underneath. milking it, I guess. <laughs> Please don't milk the crisis. Whatever soft bits you can get to between Ooh. the scales. Um, so I'm going to do a... Uh, what do we do in here? Save against wisdom, 14. Okay, I don't think... Uh, the Chrysis's wisdom stat is not very good. Great, because I'm going to cast command. Well, I rolled... I, I passed. Well, then... <laughs> call, calm! Ah! <laughs> Bop. 
<laughs> it doesn't hurt you. He just demonstrates yep. he's very not calm. Mm. All we right. We have a problem with this one. Uh, Nog, it's your go again. Nog is very frustrated that this thing hasn't gone down yet, despite the fact that he has like cut it several times. He's not used to fighting giant simic things. So well, to be uh, fair, only two of you have done yeah. any damage. I hit it with acid once. Mm. Oh, that's a sword. <laughs> is that your new battle cry? Yeah, uh, twenty. That's a hit. Roll me some damage. Ooh. Uh, that is a nine. Nine. Uh, also, Ooh. I'm gonna Nog's gonna do a combo here. Oh, that yeah. sounds fantastic. Do a combo. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna use action surge, which Ooh. is my nice. fighter ability. Action surge, uh, which allows me to do one more action. Yes, that sounds great. This um, is, sounds like a fantastic time to use it. Yeah. Ooh. So uh, he, I'm gonna make another attack action. Yep. Pew. pew. Uh, does a uh, four. Teen hit? No. Ah, shoot. Okay. Your target number is 15. All right. Dang. Okay. All right. Uh, Franca, readies herself for battle, makes a running, makes a run for it, goes down, slides in underneath the crisis baseball style, and goes up to you, Avenir, and says, "All right. So you're under the you're you're underneath a giant uh, crisis monstrosity, and you've stabbed it several times. Can you tell me how you're feeling for the six district times picking you?" Uh, what? Well, Franca, I'm not going to lie to you here. Things are <laughs> dire, but I feel that we're all making progress, and as long as we continue to just toe the line and maintain party discipline, I feel that we'll all get through this together. Right. We're going to muscle down and do some good sports. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. High five. And then she, like, scampers out to go get more quotes. Melander, it's your turn. Um, You're a crocodile. Crocodiles are hiss like that. And then I like, look at, look at Valencia. It's like, And I fail to bite again. Visualize the world, dog. Yeah. Valencia, please teach Molander how to bite something. Poof! Uh, Valencia gets a 19, or a 17. <laughs> Valencia, once again, successfully bites. Combat training. Uh, six damage. All right. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, the boss is making a good show here. Yeah, all right, whoopsie doodles up. And uh, once again, just swings randomly at somebody in the party. It's a one. Uh, this time I get a two, so it's Ooh. surge. Okay. It's going around the party. Sure. My mark. Oh, oh yeah. Well, so that's a disadvantage to hit me. Yeah. Okay. And if you hit him, then I another did thing. Did not hit him. Uh, well, I don't hit him. <laughs> uh, okay. I get disadvantage, and the massive tentacle so just well. swings and smacks into the ground. My natural AC is only twelve. I, well, it doesn't matter because I had disadvantage, so I had okay. to roll twice and use the lower of the two Okay, numbers. okay. I was like, uh, okay. So, uh, Oof, so what happened after that is that somebody somewhere has managed to scurry to some sort of alarm, and now sirens are blaring and flashing. Oh, the acoustics. And it's deafeningly loud in here, and apparently the mutation that Whoopsie Doodle has has given him <clears throat> extra ears, and he goes, Wah! and he clamps his ears, his hands to his ears, which makes him more violent, but less accurate. Oh, very good. Uh, Avenir, it's your go. You're underneath his belly and he's shaking. Well, if he's just put his hands to his ears, that does suggest where his ears are. Maybe I should stab them in him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, he thinks, uh, well, snot and tears pour down his face, oh. trying to tunnel out from underneath this, uh, out from underneath whoopsie doodle. Mm -hmm. Avenir realizes with his mouth open that if he's successful, you can do it. 
Uh, 15. That's your number. Okay. Yes. Stab it in the ears. Oh, six. All right. Well, you did you stab it in the ears so you're no, no longer No, no, Avenir had a rich internal idea of what's going on, and he's just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Why am I under it? <laughs> yeah. Anor, if it dies, it's going to fall How on me. How tall yeah. is the crisis? I'm going to say 19 feet tall, because that's what I said earlier. Fantastic. Okay. I'm going what's to... your clever idea that's not going to work this time? It's... <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to name the, the point of origin for that 10-foot sphere radius directly inside the skull of the Krasis. Oh, how exciting. Yes, thereby missing everyone else. <gasps> That's, now you're thinking with, I don't know. With spells. Three dimensions. Yeah. With area of effect. All right, so I'm going to take this dice and put it down because you need to make a constitution saving throw. All right, well, whoopsie doodle can do that. There's a 22. Oh yeah, that, that, <laughs> that super does it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ian. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, that's right. Okay, so you'll take half the damage oh! on a uh, unsuccessful one. Nice, you know. Okay, good, good. We're good. We're good. We'll do this. Okay, where's my D8? So what spell is it? This is a uh, shatter. You're shattering its head. So seven. Ooh. Three. Whoa. Whoa. Six. So that's sixteen divided by two. Is it'll take eight points of thunder damage. Oh, that's so cool! All right, uh, whoopsie doodle, starting to look a little bit more injured, but maybe not super injured. But Nog, it's your go. All right, Nog. Uh, <laughs> Nog's gonna like run sort of underneath with. Uh, oh, you can join Avenir. To join Avenir and be like, "Hey, uh, you doing okay down here, buddy?" Oh, I think I'm feeling strong. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should sign up for some mentorship on this particular task. Oh, uh, okay. Here's what you do. You stab like this. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, nine. <laughs> Ching! Yeah, you're like, oh, no, I see what, what, maybe we should, this doesn't seem like a good point of origin for attack, I guess. That's fair. I feel that we'll uh, bring this up again at the, uh, quarterly perfume performance and try to workshop ideas around this particular task. Avenir is not home right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so since my attack missed, uh, it's no longer marked. Oh! It's only, so every time I hit it, I mark it if I want to. Okay. Oh, by uh, mark. Until my next, an end of my next turn. So, yeah, I missed it. I feel right. that I'm the first D&D player to ever make this joke. Uh, Frank, I've never heard it and I love it because it works so well. Uh, Franca runs uh, uh, runs back into the scene and goes up to you, Enor, and says, You appear not to have done a whole lot during this combat. How are you feeling right now about your chances of taking this one home for the team? Adequate! Adequate! Can I quote you on that? Absolutely! Adequate, absolutely. Enor, Azorius Senate. All right, I'm getting out of the way now! Goodbye, Melander, your crocodile. You can do it. Remember, crocodiles don't have mandibular strength the way that we do. They, they snap shut. You're doing it backwards. Visualize world bite. Seven. You still fail to bite this enormous swirling mass of tentacles and other bits. I'd like to think that my teeth land on something, but they don't grip. Yeah, no. It's a, you're just you're just got a big old tentacle, and you're just going to. It's like a chew toy. You're like. Like a jelly. Mm -hmm. like a, like, Use the teeth that rip, not the lips that grip. It's, a, like it's a not pit. going to work out for you. This is, this is an over-firmed blanc mange or something like that. <laughs> uh, 
Not Anyhow. feeling as effective as a giant crocodile as I was hoping to be. Valencia, <laughs> do you want to bite? No, Valencia is like, just keeps watching and is like, watching <laughs> 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 at the lander. So, uh, she uh, is going to use Encouraging Boof. Oh! Uh, on Molander, once per combat, target single ally you can touch gets advantage on the next roll. So she decides <laughs> you and puts like a paw on your shoulder and is like, Boof. <laughs> 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 like, as, as if to say, you got this next one, buddy. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, whoopsie doodle is flailing and screaming and like, or shrieking or making large amounts of noises. And we'll attack randomly and go after Melander again. Hi, AC 12. Uh, okay, well, I do have disadvantage to hit. No, you don't. Uh, the mark is gone. The mark's gone. Uh, but there are sirens blaring. Oh! I gave myself disadvantage. And I don't hit you. I miss you. I sort of, like, bonk off the top of well, you. Well, that's how both of us are very ineffective towards once each other e and each other right now. Yeah. Avenir, roll me some damage, because I presume you'll hit. Oh, I'm going to have to write a report about what's happened here. Uh... 15, That's that was the your number. number. Uh, 10. Alright, wow. Your crisis is starting to look considerably worse for wear, which is good because you've put 94 points of damage on it. Mm, that's I, a lot. I mean, at, at some point, Avenir becomes aware that he's essentially sawing through his taint. Yeah. <laughs> and then at some point, it all continues nope, to go nope, well. Nope, Something's nope. going to give way. Nox seeing this is like, you, you seem to have this one covered. I'm going to go back to the front. That's what worries me. Yeah. <laughs> Enor. Let's try this again. Uh, I will once again cast Shatter. Ooh. Ooh. You got this, buddy. Hey! What's my target number? 14. On Constitution. You get to do full damage! Yeah. Oh. Okay, 3d10, or 3d8. That's a do lot of damage. Do you want a d8, my yeah, friend? Yes, I, no, I've got one here. Thank you. One, seven, five. Thirteen? Yes. All Ooh. right. Points of damage. Thunder damage, if that matters. Nog, attempt to take this crisis home, and by home I mean to a watery grave. I will say to you what my father said before he died. Sword. It's a ten. Nope. Dang it. Oh wait, I might do something. Yeah, here it is. Franka runs into combat and says, you appear to be about to be killed. Do you feel like you may have been hoisted by your own petard with all this hybridization stuff? And it goes, and she goes, I'll quote you on that, and then dashes off again. Melander. You get advantage. Most first hit is going to be the killing blow. Please. And this is the biggest kill steal. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I give you advantage. I crit! You Natural crit! 20! Yo, D&D sucks. <laughs> <laughs> How much damage do you roll me? It's a D10 plus 2. So you'd roll 2D10. Yeah. Uh, uh, do I double the plus two as well? Or just, just to add an initial dice to it? Yeah. Fifth ed. I know you double the random component. So it's at least 13, if not 15. <gasps> Is that going to be the, <laughs> the deciding factor? Does it have literally one hit point? No, no, no. It's got quite a few hit points. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, rolling a one or a 20. 
refer to the critical thing. Thank you, game. Um, I'm just doing some quick math to double check my math because I'm not super good. I'm actually pretty good at arithmetic, but I want to make sure because I can tell you right now. We can just say I kill it. I'm no, perfectly no. okay with no, saying no, I kill no, it. No, absolutely not. That I'm not I did everything. <laughs> You're the worst, Molander. Uh, the attack hits regardless of any modifiers to the target's AC, which is explained later in this chapter. Ah! <laughs> I'm sure chat's explaining it to us. But I'm yeah, gonna... I know it doubles the random component, but I don't... Does it also... Da oh, critical hits. There we go. Uh... Okay, so you score, you, if you would roll one die four, you would roll two die four, and then add your relevant ability modifier, so yeah. no. 13 damage, <laughs> and it is now considered entangled, but kind Restrained. of pseudo-entangled, because it's too large. It is very badly hurt, but it is not dead. Oh you have gosh. almost <laughs> further hybridized. <laughs> Whoopsie Valencia! Yeah. It's your turn! Valencia is so encouraged that you finally bit into it, using the power of her good boofs. So uh, she's going to join I got the natural you. 20 with Ben's die, too. <laughs> nice. Uh, these die are on fire a little bit today. Uh, that is a... F I mean, it's going to be 17. All right. Uh, roll me some damage. Uh, six damage. Oh, my God. It is so close to being dead. <laughs> she's chomping away. Chomp, 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 and We're, like, chomp, looking chomp. at each other like... Yeah. Whoopsie. Oh, it's, it's my turn to go. Who will I attack today? Uh, Avenir. Hello. Some, uh, claw just sort of like, while it's squirming and screaming, some sort of leg shoots down and goes underneath it. Uh, and you happen to be in the you. way. But I do get disadvantage on my rolls to hit, so I don't think I'm going to hit you. I rolled an 8 and a 2, so I think oh. you're able to dodge both of those. I saw my life flashing before my eyes. It looked a like a claw. Avenir, <laughs> good news. The thing's almost dead. And you're still underneath it. I realize this thing's going down. Oh, literally. On me, and in a bad way. <laughs> oh so what do you do? <laughs> Get out from underneath it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I will stab as a way to try to grab purchase and slide out. Oh, how Using my, my, my roguish, whatever rogue abilities. Just move. Acrobatics? Move. Mm -hmm. A 30-foot right. move. Uh, 23. That's a hit. That's a lot of damage. 14. As you slide out from underneath it, your sword finds epic purchase within one of its nine livers, skewers through, pierces a vertebrae, and somehow pops out the other side. And the what remains of Otrevin screeches his last Ooh. as the sirens blare and a black ichor erupts from him. Can I slide out from underneath it? Like, just on this sheet of, like, uh, uh, simic slime? Absolutely. Like, in a kneeling pose? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just Naruto'd out from underneath Yeah, yeah that's yep. what I was thinking. With, like, tears? <laughs> <laughs> And snot, not knowing where I am or how I got here, but somehow, like, like this is my defining moment, and I have no recollection. I just of want there to be a pause, and then there's all the flash photography from everything as the beast is dead behind you, and you're there. All right, well, good news. The fight is over, and uh, Dr. Volgovac says, Well, as we can see, everything works great opening day. is going to be a hoot press tier over. Members of the Combine will escort, will escort you all out. Thank you for coming. And you can see Simic guards, because this did, actually didn't take all that long, are like rushing in and like making sure everybody's okay. 
and taking them back. And as he just he just goes for the door, but he stops and says to to your group, uh, could you could could you meet me in my office upstairs? I'll, I'll tell the receptionist I'm waiting for you and just pieces. <laughs> so I'm picturing Avenir. No, I need to call myself Mo. Right. Uh, is now naked and covered in ink. And it's just like, where's my robe? <laughs> and just like digging through the stuff, trying to find my robe while just like just completely, completely new. <laughs> ink. Just like, every time we're just like, okay. And every time you like bend over, I'm like, ah! <laughs> it's like Melander's naked again. It's, it's also, I really appreciate your use of the word nude. That makes it somehow worse. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> Uh, Franca is covered in some ichor and is wiping ichor off her notepad, but they're they're water resistant. Oh, well, that's uh, very and, practical. <laughs> it's Ravnica, <laughs> and says, "Wow, that was exciting. I overheard you're invited to Doctor Bulgovac's office." Well, Franca, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a I feel that we provided a valuable service here today, and I'm hoping that we're able to uh, continue with our campaign to get the. Uh, Ravnica Uni Unified Sausage Standard, ASURSS. Uh, 2309-7619. Uh, <laughs> cheering in the background is like a, like a, like a locker room. Yeah. <laughs> We're hoping to get it ra further ratified and uh, pass the benefit mm -hmm. on to all yeah. the citizens of Ravnica. Yeah. Mm, excellent. I want to have a moment, there's like a tentacle line there. And, and Mo, there's a thing, it's like the leg up there. Anybody see my robe? <laughs> Like the old man just hanging dog <laughs> yeah. in the locker room. I was like, I can't find it anywhere. Uh, Frank is not going to take a picture of that. But you will take several pictures of Otravin. Or what's left of him. Uh, so... Oh, there, there it is. is. not home. Well, mm -hmm. I, have a good, I have good news for you. Because mm -hmm. a stern-looking Simic hybrid, which we're going to say is a merfolk clownfish... Uh, it's, it's, go, it's going to say, all of you come with me. Out, 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 out. And like escort you back up. You're not going to take the really fancy elevator. You're going to take the stairs, which are loud. I'm assuming <laughs> like, like here. the fluid is slowly hardening on me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it one like, thing before, before I, I find my robe and I put it on, I'm going to conjure water above myself. I make like a big bucket and it just like... And then just like rinses everything off me. Da, da, da. Yeah. You like shake your head <sighs> and like a, like a and shampoo then, commercial. Yeah. Wow. Who's behind Melander? Probably Nog and Valencia. Nog, make me a dexterity check not to slip on the slippery tile floor as you walk across an enormous puddle of water. Uh, 16. Then you go, ugh. Yeah. You shake your fist at Melander. Yeah. Hey. And then I put my robe on. Uh, oh, sorry, I just wanted, I didn't want to get my robe dirty. Tell you what, Mo, just for you, I'll use my mage hand to do a hair flip while you're doing your commercial. Ooh, okay. It's just like, oh, yeah, do a little magic. Upstairs, 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 okay. says the Simic. Okay. And they usher well, you clean out. and the, no longer nude. There's a, there's a, there's a couple janitors who are coming to clean up Odriven. <laughs> As you're all, so people are trying to take photos, and they're like, "No photos, no photos." Où sont les autres des passés? Anyhow, so now you're uh, in the lobby of the visitors' reception center, and no longer in the Zonot to expansion. Um, but now, what do you want to do? Uh, we should go. Become slightly crustier as the se uh, seconds pass. We should probably go talk to the receptionist mm -hmm. and uh, say that we're expected. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dr. Bolgovac asked us to see him. Yes, he said there had been an incident. Please go through, go to the hallway on your right, and go all the way down to the big double doors. Do you have a bathroom? 
we do just off to the side here and you see a sign that like has like a, a like a man pictogram and a woman pictogram and like some sort of hybrid pictogram hmm. thank the you I go in it's the same yeah <laughs> open the door go to a stall sit down and have myself a nice little shake for 15 seconds mm -hmm. <laughs> 14 15 and better Okay. <laughs> Not just like watching. Just like the guided meditation bit. they taught us at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I take you want to clean up a bit? Yeah. Them. Muscle memory is a hell of a thing, ain't it? Mm -hmm. I scrub off Valencia a little bit too to unmatter for. She is very grateful and does that thing where, you know, you're petting a Pokemon and she goes, ah. Yeah. And then she <laughs> shakes water all over me. <laughs> Which is an improvement. Yep. Everybody smells a lot right now. So I'm chatting up the receptionist. And I used the power that Ditsugasi gave me to become a crocodile. Could you please talk quieter? It's so loud. Yeah, I get that. So, like, I just feel like Ravnica's just given me so much, you know? So, do you, like, work here all the time? Oh, I'm quitting this job. Uh <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I quit right now. And she gets up, dusts off, takes, takes a handful of pens and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Mo! The Celestial will always welcome you. Stop yelling. <laughs> Alright, so now I, there's no reception. I heard that in the bathroom, emanating from a drain on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so go, let's go see Dr. Bulgovac. Alright. Alright, you walk down to Dr. Bulgovac's hallway. Uh, is Franca with you still, or have you told her to go away? Or uh, She's going to tag along for as long as she can. I mean, she got us in. I feel like this is kind yeah, of Yeah, this a... is probably fa fair yeah. play. Oh, tat for tit. Yeah, yeah. I, make, I make a note of that to her. I'm like, hey, you did such a, us a square. You can come on into this little interview if you want. Oh, fantastic. This seems like it will be exceptionally newsworthy. Um, while we're walking... Amola's instincts are never wrong. Um, I'm going to uh, cure wounds on you. Oh. You got punched a bunch. It's I, like, oh, I did get stabbed once or twice. You look hurt, and I just like touch you, and then the power of let's Ravnica, the power of Ravnica just flow through you. Uh, you get five hit points back. All right. Um, I would say that uh, Nog is definitely like, he, like, like Mo lays his hand on Nog, and Nog goes, "Oh yeah, okay." It's like, wait, why am I getting used to this? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, yeah, like. Melander's healing magic is probably very different from the Boros Cleric healing magic, which is probably like so young. Yeah, and, no, it's yeah. like look at the bunny. Reset your bone. Yeah, like it's still healing magic, but it's probably like way less. Uh, it burns a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, the burn is how you know it's working. So, mm. uh, so you go into Doctor Bulgovic's office, uh, which is in the new part of the building, and it is enormous. It is modern and sleek and probably about 400 square feet. Ooh. It has a conference table, a miniature laboratory with centrifuges and sink, guest seating area, fully stocked bar, and a fireplace. <laughs> oh, do come in, he yells by cupping his hands together. I was hoping he was going to like Abe Sapien us, like be swimming like in a big <laughs> tank and whatnot as we stroll in. <laughs> who is who your architect? Uh, the firm of oh, I didn't come up with an architecture uh, firm. He come he says something. But yeah, he, he says uh, a very highly recommended firm who are willing to meet all of my personal specifications. Frankoid wet. <laughs> um, so anyhow, uh, hey, his carpet's white. <laughs> the entire way. So you're all gonna leave muddy tracks on it, mm. and he's gonna be like, 
Hey, you probably shouldn't have, you know, get, got your creature all over us. So as you pass by the seating area, you notice there's a coffee table with a bowl of fresh fruit. Do you want to take any fruit? Nog takes a apple. It's delicious. Sweet. It's from the Cardinia Mountains. Nice. Oh, okay. Very I was going to be fresh. like, Ooh, I'll so take a kiwi cumber. <laughs> <laughs> there are kiwi cumbers. Do you want one? Banana cato. Do <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you want a banana cato? <laughs> well, I hate both of those things. <laughs> I'll grub. take a literal cran apple berry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll eat a bunch of grups. <laughs> they scream. <laughs> he sort of looks at you as they you all raise his fruit one. bowl. <laughs> yeah, and we walk in, leave <laughs> money for fruits everywhere. So, I noticed that you seem to have hybridized your laboratory assistant with a liability. <laughs> and then we murdered it. Yeah, like, is that supposed to happen every time? Because. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry you have to see that. I can show you the results of that test run. We're outside our generally designated success parameters. What do you think happened? I think I might have hit the crisis button by mistake. <laughs> Why do you have a crisis button? Is it like a washing machine where like the dial doesn't start moving all the way with it? So like the arrow was pointing to the thing, like but it was still only <laughs> like halfway. You have to turn past crab, then set the DNA. <laughs> or is that just like what DC Comics hits every once in a while? The crisis button. <laughs> <laughs> More time the facility is up and running. I'm sure we'll have worked out all the kinks. We have thirty days, but uh, I still I would I would love to reward you for your troubles and your silence. Is there anything I can do for you? Well, we are here from the Consumer Goods Inspection Sub Office of the Department of Manufacturing Standards, and we have been trying to get the Unified Ravnica Sausage Stand. Yes, you are. He just grabs it out of your hands. What am I? What am I signing? Oh, this is the new. Uh, this. Uh, we'll reset the parameters on what is an acceptable uh, constituent of a tubed meat product in Ravnica. Great. Normally we would have this signed by and the- And now you won't tell anybody about the little whoopsie doodle crisis. Sure. Checks out! It worked! Out of curiosity, may I ask where the outflow for this effluent is in the Senza River? Why, it comes out of the mouth of the Senza River. Could you indicate it for me on the map? Uh, yes. So, okay. in District 6, mm -hmm. if District 6 is a big square, uh, the Pato Underlake, <laughs> which is where the Zonoff and all of this <clears throat> stuff is, is it sort of one side, and the Senza Underriver comes out from that. And because mm. the, because the, the Zonot 2 uh, expansion, fun park, hybridization sanatorium thing, Research Sanitarium is what I called it, uh, is right at the entrance to the Zonot. It's the effluent basically just shoots out like an enormous fire hose right at the mouth of the Senza Underriver, which, as you know, passes through several nice undercity neighborhoods, such as Kazina Park mm. and the Dajjal Gorge, although Dajjal Gorge is much further downriver. Um, can I get some perception checks from all of you? 15. 25. Ooh, this uh, is a cursed d20. 22. 22. All right, uh, Melander, you don't hear anything because you're just super excited about the, uh, about the, uh, uh, I bit a thing. Yeah, about biting a thing. You're not even excited about the thing, about the, about getting that signature. But you think you hear something, and this is what you hear. Get up! Get down! Save the river from this! Oh god, it's so loud in here! <laughs> <laughs> 
No bells! No bells! And they were much quieter. Get up! Get down! Save the river from. Hey, hey! Ho, ho! The expansion has got to go. And there's a very quiet protest chant moves through the atrium until it enters the hallway and they go, oh, thank God. Oh, wow. Ah, uh, my ears. Are you okay? Mop. Are you okay? Okay. Mop. Right? <laughs> and then you hear, hey, hey, ho, ho, chicka, 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 the expansion has got to go. Chicka, chicka, and the rattling of drums and the group of six people suddenly push in the door on the other side. And they are all under city residents by mm. the looks of it. And one has a tambourine and two of them are holding a big hand-painted banner that says, save the Senza. And their leader says, Ignax Bulgavac, the Zonot 2 expansion will destroy the Senza Underriver. We demand that you. Is it? Ma Nog, Melander, mm -hmm. Avenir. This is still one of the hottest people you have ever seen holding a petition in your life. You would sign anything for this man. Enor, you understand how he could make some compelling arguments. He looks at the four of you, says calmly, read our petition, bye, and he and his followers bolt. This concludes session eight of Bylaw and Order. Avenir touches his collarbone unconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Thank you very much for joining us. Stay tuned next week for more action.